Hello, lovers. Welcome back to the Video Crone Podcast. It's me, Crystal. I am not fucking dead. I am actually alive and looking forward to licking the insides of your ears once again. So I decided to take a little bit of a fucking break. Um, None of your fucking business what I was up to. Um, And seeing as how it is May and uh, I don't know, is spring... (laughs) Sprung. Um, I watched the movie Midsummer, and so did my best friend Ashley. <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Hey, Ash, <laughs> do you want to talk about Midsummer with me?" Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So instead of just one annoying voice, mine, you will hear two annoying voices discuss the movie Midsummer. Okay, so yeah, uh, as you all know, I'm Crystal, and this is my friend Ashley. Ashley, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ashley. All right, and uh, we are going to talk about Midsummer. But before we get into Midsummer, I just thought maybe we would, you know, talk about like what's going on, what's up. Like, so uh, obviously, like I'm in Canada, and we're, you know, still in a lockdown here. We're in our third lockdown. Um, I've really lost a sense of time. I don't know about you, Ash. Have you? I would agree, yeah. Yeah. Can you talk a little louder for Oh my god! Okay, not that loud, okay? Anyways, um, so yeah, like, uh, quarantine, man, like, lockdown or whatever the fuck we're in, uh, it's really doing a number on my brain and my mood, so... I thought, what better to, like, perk up my mood than watch, like, a fucked up movie like Midsummer? Um, so, yeah. Anyways, I had tried to watch Midsummer when it first came out, and I don't know, something about the movie had, like, turned me off, and, um, I just would, like, recently decided, you know what, I'm gonna give it another go, and was, like, instantly into the movie and you know I had said to you Ash like you've got to watch Midsummer. like I just said like I'm gonna say some more I guess I said good for her and I'm like let me know what you think and um yeah so Midsummer was released in 2019 it was written and directed by Ari Aster uh it stars a bunch of actors that I've never fucking seen before like have you seen these actors before I've heard of the main girl but Florence Florence Pube (laughs) (laughs) or Pugue I've heard of her but I don't know why Florence yeah the sad like like yeah you just feel so the main female lead is is uh Danny, played by Florence Pube, Pube, (laughs) Um, and she looks familiar she actually looks like the girl in that show Heroes which you probably I know what you're talking about but the cheerleader yeah Hayden Panettiere wow that's how it really made she's up. also in Scream Four she's um oh I want to say Luby <laughs> <laughs> not Luby the the cinephile girl with the short hair oh what was yeah. her name in I Scream Four something weird Luby I don't think it was Luby. <laughs> <I'm so old. laughs> what the fuck? 
Um, it's something like Luby. I don't think it is. Anyways. Watch it be the complete opposite of this movie. So, yeah. So, Florence Pugue. I think it's like Pew. Pube. Pug. Pube. (laughs) (laughs) There's no B. The character Danny. Anyways, she she totally gives me Hayden Panettiere vibes. Her voice sounds just like Selena Gomez. Like Selena Gomez. Yeah. Uh, I She's haven't like, listened to enough Selena Gomez, Gomez to, her to really uh, correlate. Her voice sounds exactly like somebody else. Like exactly like Selena somebody Gomez. else. I you can't put your I finger think on it's it. Selena Gomez, but there was someone else. But now I forget. All right. Anyways, so um, yeah, Midsummer. Like, okay, what's your synopsis of it? Quick synopsis. If if you had to, if you had to tell somebody. In like twenty seconds, what Midsummer is about? What would you say it's about? A broken couple go away on a trip, and shit gets weird to a commune, I guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like I would say too, like um, seasonal imagery. Uh, you know, an <laughs> asshole boyfriend. I don't think he was poor girl. Family's dead bipolar sister kills mom and dad you know they then they're like let's go to sweden and she's like the third fucking wheel because he's got the douchiest friends who like who don't like her because they're all fucking losers and don't have girlfriends themselves so yeah they end up going to this weird um (laughs) place distant place in sweden or scandinavia or wherever the fuck where a lot of bizarro weird shit goes down like it's a community people who all a commune yeah a community so which is like basically like aka for a religious cult like waco texas or something like that so anyways yeah so that's what happens so the movie opens um with a pretty sad scene you know um so danny you know is concerned that like she gets what some emails from her sister who has uh some mental health issues she's going to a dark light or something and is taking her parents with her yeah so like danny's trying to get a hold of her of her parents and her sister to see if everything's okay because like her sister has you know given these these sort of threats before like that she's gonna harm herself and um again because she struggles with mental illness and um you know she's trying to talk to her boyfriend who's out with his friends you know getting some pizza you know instead of being by his girlfriend's side who is like going through some real shit like that's scary like if my girlfriend called me and was like yeah my crazy sister uh gave me another one of those emails honey i would go yeah i would go be by their side i wouldn't be like yeah i mean the bros are like no like i would go see them why didn't she go to her parents house that's a good fucking question. If, uh, as soon as I got the email, I'd be on my way. Yeah, you're that type of a person who <laughs> likes to definitely go check on people. Or, like, do a wellness like, check. Like, yeah, when I'm moody, you're, like, 
are you okay Uh, and all of that stuff so you're a good friend you're a good friend you're a good person ashley (laughs) so yeah like why don't you go see your mom danny why don't you go see your parents or or your sister and ask them to do a wellness check exactly yeah if somebody i mean wow we could have a whole episode about (laughs) mental health here um and i'm not laughing at mental health issues at all um i actually will include um at the end of this episode numbers and and contacts for people who are struggling with mental health issues because there is help out there for you so like yeah don't kill yourselves and don't (laughs) kill your parents i'm being serious ashley how dare you no i'm anyways so yeah so like okay danny's sister lorazepam same girl same same girl same yeah we're we all take out of van here um and um yeah so the family her family's dead i mean she has like this really really like ugly cry whoo that like i don't know about you but it made me feel really bad for her like and then like the whole the whole thing with this movie like the imagery of seasons and like the visuals and sound like the so the way the movie starts with the sound of her crying is how the movie ends with everybody making those weird sounds near the end when when shit goes down at the end of the movie which we will talk about because we're going to try to talk about this movie in some sort of chronological fucking order mm-hmm. so okay yeah so danny you know her her family's dead well, before she was on the phone and she was talking to her friend and she was worried about scaring Christian off because of all her problems and leaning on him too much. And while she's on her phone talking to her friend about that, he's at the pizza place or whatever and all his friends are saying that he should break up with her and he's talking about breaking up with her. Yeah, and I think he even mentions like that he's been wanting to break up with her for about a fucking year, but he's like, I don't know if I want to be with her. And it's like, to me, uncertainty is is basically a choice it's like if you're fucking uncertain whether or not you want to be with someone that's kind of an answer so yeah I fucking don't like Christian um he reminds me of somebody he looks like somebody that I know or that I've seen and he just who he looks like from Schitt's Creek he looks like David's boyfriend a little bit I feel like or Patrick yeah doesn't he doesn't look like Patrick at all I can't think who does or like Christian Grey Christian Grey. He does not look like Jamie like Dornan. Like the ugly version, though. Like the no. thicker, uglier version. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he looks like that. He, he reminds me of somebody, I don't know, that maybe I've seen on Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyways, he's a total douche. And, I don't think that's fair. And, like, the fact that, like, yeah, he didn't come and wasn't like, oh, let me, like... Why wasn't Christian like, let's go see if your family's okay? I don't know. know. There's a lot of questions here. But I think it's a lot to deal with not only your own (sighs) issues, but, like, have somebody who's constantly leaning on you with their issues. Oh, really, Ashley? As you care about them, (laughs) it's a lot to handle. Well, that's a personal attack. I feel a little (laughs) bit on me. Um, But we won't go there right now. Okay. Anyways, so, yeah. So, like, yeah, the backstory is that um, she's in a shitty relationship. He doesn't really want to be with her. Um, You know, her sister kills herself and her parents. 
um, she's really going through it. So yeah, when it opens up, it's the season is winter. And then flash forward to like springish, almost the beginning of summer. And she, they go to a party. And uh, after she's having like a cry depression session, he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna pop out to a fucking party. And she's like, well, I'll come with you. And he, you could tell he doesn't really want her to, but she's like, no, I'm fucking coming with you, Christian. <laughs> and uh, then she discovers at this party that Christian's made plans to go fuck off for the summer in Sweden. fucking Sweden. And it's like, at this point, I'd been like, why am I with Christian again? Like, he reminds me of this guy on Instagram who's a douchebag. He is a douchebag. Like, ugh, I don't know. Anyways. I think it's more like desperation, needing to have Needing someone. to have some codependency or yeah. something like that. And I think he just felt too bad after he already wanted to break up with her, then something shitty happened, and he felt obligated to stay. Yeah. And, yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of people end up staying in relationships because, yeah, they... Uh, are unhappy and maybe the thought of starting new or whatever I don't know let's not talk about relationships let's talk about the movie Midsummer. okay 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 can you talk a little louder okay okay anyways so yeah so then what what happens they decide they go to fucking this they go to Sweden they stop they take shrooms and get high and yeah, I mean, the last thing I'm going to do when I go, to, like, to some weird place is, like, be, like, I'm going to take some shrooms. Like, well, it was, like, I don't part know. of the experience. They had them. They made them. Or I don't yeah, know like, are these locally sourced? Are these Absolutely. Orga- like, are these organic? Absolutely. Are these, like paraben free like (laughs) that community absolutely well that was a mistake so mistake mistake mistakes like I would have never so yeah they and she ends up having like a bad trip trip wakes up I think what a day and a half later six hours she slept I think really I thought that they said that well they found her from when they found her it was six hours after yeah I don't know okay and then, so, like, what? Are they already settled? Like, where are we? Like, I've lost... They stopped for... They stopped to meet the one guy. Well, see, now you're, like, going back. So you're not sticking to the chronological order, What do you order, mean that actually. is the chronological They take shrooms. No. They're at this place, and then they, they go... They go there, they meet everybody, so they meet... So the friend who's, who's Sweden, this is his commune, Hello. who... who um. I want to say he seduces them there under the guise that, like, hey, this is a fun Swedish place to go to. Well, one of them. Um, Pele or whatever. But- they meet his brother, who also, oh, he just so happens to bring some Americans with him, too. Two That's a red couple. flag. Why are these Swedish people bringing Americans back with them? Obviously, as sacrifices. That's what I would think. Um, so, spoiler alert. Um, so yeah, they all drop shrooms, it's super weird, um, and then what, they go to the, this big fucking barn, everybody is, you know, in a fucking barn, they all live in a barn together. Well, there's, like, different ages live in different places. Oh, see, maybe I didn't pay as much attention to this movie as I thought I did. For the younger people, they stay in one, and then there's from, like, 17 to 36, they stay in one, and then from whatever to whatever they say from 36 to 54 Uh and then all of that sort of ties into the seasons again like the youngest is like 
spring and then it's summer fall winter and then like yeah at 72 is it 72 or 74 72 they just decide that like hey we're gonna throw you off a fucking their mountain past their prime yeah they're like they're not gonna let their elders suffer so instead of <laughs> letting them live out their life naturally um they throw one last big party for them and then they like let them launch themselves off of a fucking cliff onto a nice hard um rock rock and so yeah like two elders are let go one gets a 10 out of 10 on the landing (laughs) she nails it and then the other guy gets a five out of a 10 what would you nail his landing like a one out of a one yeah went just straight on his feet the one girl laid like face to the floor so face smashed properly yeah he went just straight like standing yeah legs (laughs) yeah stupid guy like just like did not hit the landing at all so then they come over with this big fucking mallet and decide that it takes four hits i think it was six six hits to uh put him out of his fucking misery and it's like next time bro like just nail the landing and like really aim for that rock because yeah i mean and that's pretty brutal like there's a lot of so like all the the gory scenes like were really well done like Mm -hmm. it was pretty fucking gory that so yeah at this point all the american visitors the friends of the two swedish brothers are kind of like holy fuck <laughs> like mm-hmm. what the fuck have we gotten ourselves into like mm-hmm. uh you know at this point i would have been like we're all gonna die like they're gonna kill us or something you know like but somehow they explained it to them and like it was weird the one couple wasn't having it yeah the one couple simon the, and connie i think si- yeah you're good with their names i don't know that remember their fucking names but the other brother's friends were like we're getting getting the fuck out of here and the other friends were kind of just like i think they're more in shock with what was going on but i think any normal person would have been like "Ooh, okay i i'm a head out like that was interesting mm-hmm. yeah they do explain that it's this a part of their religious culture and that's when they explain the seasons of life mm-hmm. and all of that um but like yeah it that to me is a very archaic uh practice of just letting someone plummet to death and then like Ooh, smash yeah. their heads in a couple times f- just to make it's sure just like instant death yeah it, i understand like if you don't get a 10 out of 10 on the landing yeah like like the old guy like the chick nailed it the dude like pretty brutal death for him well, why would you jump why would you think that you would land on your feet and they wouldn't just snap? Like, why did he think that that was the way to go and that would kill him instantly? Like, obviously your leg snapping isn't going to kill you. You gotta... The one she you aimed know, the for only the only thing I can think was that he was a guy and he thought that he was going to do some cool landing or something. And... But he didn't. Like, it was cool how his fucking legs were all fucking um, broken off, snapped off. But, you know, you didn't nail the landing, bro. So, yeah, couple um, hits to the face. And then, yeah, Danny and wanted scene. to leave. And Pelly convinced her not to. Christian told Josh that he was also going to write his thesis about this place and communes, I guess. 
Yeah, so background story too. So essentially, like, I don't think we've really explained this movie very well. It's it's a group of college kids are going to this place as a vacation. Two of them are are prospectively going to write their thesis. Well, Josh was set on it. On the practices of this community. Yeah, Christian wasn't. Christian's not sure. Christian's not sure about anything, is he? He's not sure about Danny. He's not sure about his thesis. He's not sure about anything. And Mark just wanted to have sex with people, I think, was the whole reason he was there. Mark And Mark was the ugliest. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you really think, Mark, that you're going to get laid the most? I don't fucking think so, dude. And, uh, yeah, Josh was the serious student. Christian didn't know what his thesis Christian was doesn't know anything. He doesn't know anything about anything. And then he decided that this was the place he was going to write it about, which caused, like, a feud between Josh and him. Yeah, like, he decides there that, you know what, there's some cool shit to maybe write about. And, and then, of course, Josh feels like he's just going to piggyback off of him. Um, and it's like, Josh, there's enough you know, thesis to go around for the both of you. Meanwhile, these idiots don't know that they're not going to make it out alive, that this community is not going to let you write about them, mm-hmm. you dumbasses. Any hoosies, uh, let's move on. So what happens next in the movie? Oh, Jesus. Well, or let's talk about, so yeah, so it's just basically like, and it's building up to, what's the ceremony where they decide to, they're May Queen, um, so they select, like, a girl to be their May Queen. So they do a dance, and they all, all the girls dance around, and the last one standing is the May Queen. Yes. But there's also some other stuff, like, the one girl, the a girl, a part of the commune, had her eyes set on Christian. Yeah, I know, like, during one of the meals, when they're dancing around, she, like, kicks him in the side, and mm-hmm. he, like, fucking decides to join, which Go I thought was off. shady of him. It's yeah. like, if some hoe kicked my man and mm-hmm. he decides he's going to go join the dance party, I would have been like, fuck you, Christian. Then, oh, yeah. Also, Dan- it's Danny's birthday and he doesn't remember Danny's birthday. So let's talk about how shitty of a boy- boyfriend Christian is. Like, he doesn't remember her birthday. He... Pele remembered. Pele does. And he drew her a drawing. And he, yeah, he did. Um, but Pele wanted to make her a part of the the family there. Mm-hmm. That's what his was driving him. So was he really sweet or was he just really manipulative? I don't know. All I know is I hate Christian. And Christian was a total asshole. Bad boyfriend, bad friend. But the girl was doing, the orange-haired girl was doing weird shit to him. She put a thing under his bed, like a love spell. A love rune, yeah. Yeah, and then she made him a, pu- a, pubic him a pie with her pubes. <laughs> a pubic hair pie is a part of their practice. And he, like, ate it and pulled one out of his mouth. Yeah, and then drank it down. And it's, like, all of these things, like... So I think, like, that they really didn't realize that they were... I think heavily drugged probably in this like with pubic pies and like all their little dandelion drinks and stuff like that really heavily sedated and influenced um there because like I don't think any normal person would have stayed after seeing um some people take like swan dives off a fucking cliff um but yeah the movie is just visually it's just very stunning like 
um, sweetiness or wherever the fuck they are is like so beautiful. Um, the colors are so bright and vivid and, um, the music too is very engaging and just like, like I said that like when I rewatched it, I was totally devoted to the film where like some movies I watch and I'm like often distracted and do like 10 things in between. But this movie I like really paid attention to. So, but yeah, so in the end, this movie is just basically about, um, these two Swedish brothers luring unsuspecting Americans to their home community. So there's a festival and the last part of the festival is nine, pe- uh, nine people yeah, sacrifice. Yeah, to, to sacrifice so these people. So they want a May queen and then they want sacrifices. Sacrifices so that they're, is it for their crops? to be plentiful the next year for whoever they are sacrificed to someone for whoever i guess maybe i didn't pay attention in. i don't yeah. know i don't remember that. so yeah so if you're in a, so if your swedish friends invite you to go to their small town weird community where they like all wear dresses um and flowers in their hair i'm gonna say nine times out of ten it's to sacrifice you um so everyone ended and to up, steal your girlfriend yeah so everyone ended up dying except for danny yes so yeah the the last scene in midsummer um like the last sequence of events in midsummer this is where i said to you good for her because so she's taken away so yeah she danced so the may queen to the part of the May Queen's job is to bless the crops or bless whatever. Yeah, but the ceremony, like how they pick the May Queen, is they basically have a dance off. Yes, I said that. And like they dance their butt cheeks off, and the mm-hmm. last bitch standing is the fucking May Queen and gets this, the yes. most beautiful fucking flower crown. So, and Danny becomes the May Queen. So the girls take Danny away. And she's like, well, can Christian come with me? Yeah, she's got to go bless the fucking crops. And they're like, no, 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 of course not. She must go on her own. Yes. So she goes off in a fucking wagon and chicks taking her to go bless the crops. And she's ordained in all these beautiful fucking flowers. And then like a fucking flower path is led to Christian for him to go follow into the barn or whatever. The banging barn, we'll call it. (laughs) creepiest thing it's like yeah that is probably one of the more disturbing scenes it it, when you like he walks in and there's like so that skanky red-headed it's like laying naked on a bunch young sister of pele yeah she's like in a flower bed waiting for him nine other fucking naked women surrounding and yeah there's a bunch of naked chicks like surrounding her and they put him in a weird robe and then yeah they... before he enters the room he's in the robe and then like she spreads her legs so he's like oh i should take my robe off and i think they took it off did they okay and then what happened did he just like climb on top of her like what happened did they start singing like there's a lot of song and dance like you're thinking is this the musical <laughs> they started making like weird noises while they were having sex yeah like the the whole movie throughout like sound is very important like when people like were dying they would 
Maybe. everybody else would cry out too yeah. and then yeah one of the most disturbing scenes for me was when he was banging her and she was like oh oh they're all like oh oh so it's like an orgasm symphony and then like that old chick was pushing his ass into her like no like no christian you're not fucking her right you've got you know she's like puts her hands on his ass and is like thrust harder and it's like yeah dude like what sort of like lazy missionary position was that like that was the worst sex scene i have ever seen like yes it was totally bizarre but he was just not and i don't know if it's because he was on drugs he was super out of it yeah he was super out of it but i was just like that yeah push his ass push it i didn't even think his wiener got into her like push it in and they're like yeah come on like even you know like smack his ass giddy up pony (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and then and then he finishes and then she's like i can feel the baby and she's like rolls and make sure that sperm gets right deep down into her vulva or wherever sperm goes (laughs) to die (laughs) um and then oh so the may queen comes back only to discover that christian was fucking that skanky hoe and she of course is devastated and then what happens and then so christian runs out butt ass naked he sees all his friends his other friends had to come dead so josh's leg is like sticking out of the dirt buried um, Simon was strung up, like his back split open. Like you just kind of see how everyone, all the missing friends, yeah, you that they they, they weren't they didn't they didn't go back to America. They no. they went to heaven, um, mm-hmm. and they're all fucking dead, and they're all being prepped to be an in the end sacrifices to mm-hmm. whoever the fuck I don't wasn't paying that and then, attention. So she has the choice. They pick, so, the people, the outside sacrifices, Simon, Josh, Connie, and Mark. Then there was two others. Two people volunteered. Mm-hmm. I think four people. Two were selected, two volunteered, and then the May Queen gets to choose the last one. Yes. Between she had a random selection from the commune and Christian. Yes. So, oh, wait, before... Okay, yeah. So, and she's covered in all these fucking flowers like, all of a sudden. Really <laughs> yeah, like, she just can't move. She's just a head, and her body's all in flowers, and she's got like a, even a bigger flower crown on. It's like, yeah. yes, queen, we know you are the May Queen. Um, and you can tell just she's looking at him, and it's like you know she's gonna pick fucking Christian. So then it cuts to they're prepping Christians. Um, outfit <laughs> for the ceremony which interesting enough I noticed when so I rewatched the opening scene because I hadn't paid close attention and the, I don't know if you pay attention the there the was cage. a yes so when she, in the beginning when she was crying or when she was laying in her room she had a picture of a bear and like Goldilocks and the bear oh, and then I found that you know the correlation that they end up putting him and you end in a up, bear suit. That you end up seeing when they're in the commune, they're walking around and there's just a random bear in the cage. And they're like, what is it doing? And they're like, it's just a bear. Yeah. It's just a bear. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Have some food and drink. 
Um, and it's like, no, it's not just the fucking bear, you idiot American. It is <laughs> one of y'all's gonna go in the bear. So yeah, they end up putting Christian in this like adorable um bear suit, and it's fitting for him because I don't know, like he's an asshole, and I'm just like laughing inside because um he's in a bear suit and uh yeah they end up putting him in the barn and like the two people that volunteer for it they supposedly they're like here's some feel no pain yeah you here suck on this and you'll feel no pain but then as soon as they start putting the place up in flames the guy starts horrifically screaming and it's like wow that guy got played you know He's feeling the fucking pain. So there's like a <laughs> barn that nobody is allowed in, and that's where they do at the end. They bring all the nine sacrifices. There, there's hay all in the barn, and then they light them all on fire. Yeah. And then the end scene um, is just they go do a close up of Danny as the May Queen watching watching everything go and up just in flames. Smile. And then all of a sudden her face shifts. From like a flat mood to yeah, she has this huge grin. And right then I was like, yes, good for her. Good for her. Because, and I know that's like bad to say or whatever. But I feel like she really went through it in this movie. And uh, not to say that like, you know, proper revenge on an asshole boyfriend is to like put him in a bear suit and set him on fire. But I don't think he was a complete (laughs) asshole. Ah, he was, was he fucked someone else. He wanted to break up with her. He forgot her fucking birthday. Like, that fucking pisses me off more than ever (laughs) anything. Because I've been there. I've been with somebody who has forgotten my birthdays, forgotten this, forgotten that. Anyways, we won't get into it. We're talking about the movie Midsummer. Um, so yeah, so, uh, happy ending for Danny because you know that she's, she's, found a home she's found a family she lost all her family and then this was kind of what she needed was a new family who cared about yeah her. the fire is sort of like symbolic for like this cleansing and like a rebirth and again to like the season changes well it's like uh you know spring and summer is like the season of things blossoming so for her good for you girl you got a new life and i'm sure she lived happily ever after with uh pele uh-huh all right all right lovers uh that was mine and my bestie ashley's take on midsummer uh we just listened to it and it is a little bit discombobulated but we feel that it's a fresh uh (laughs) perspective on the movie what do you think ash fresh yeah super freshy minty fresh fresh. funky fresh (laughs) Well, I just want to say thank you to my bestie, Ashley, for um, joining me on this episode. Thank you, Ash. Thanks for having me. Thank you for letting me have you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just wanted to clarify some things, too. So, um, Luby, uh, the, <laughs> the character in Scream 4, played by Hayden Panettiere, we did do some research afterwards because we want to make sure that we're giving y'all the facts here. And what's her name? Kirby. The character's name is Kirby. So I apologize to Hayden Penetier, um, character Kirby. Um, her 
Kirby and Luby, kind of the same thing, <laughs> almost. Um, and on a more serious note, because there uh, was some mental health um, sewn into this um, movie, Midsummer, um, and there was suicide in this movie, uh, we just wanted to provide some information for people who um, have thought about it, um, and, you know, especially in today's day and age of uh you know covid um it's really hard on everybody right now and especially if you're already predisposed to those sorts of things so um you can do a quick google at opencounseling.com and it has all of the suicide hotline numbers and emergency numbers um literally for every um area you're in like a lot of my listeners are in the UK so it has a the hotline for y'all over there um the states Canada um just know that there's help out there it does get better and it can't get better if you end your life um so again thank you all so much for tuning in to um another episode of the video crone podcast I uh I'm back bitches and uh, stay tuned next week or next month or next year for whenever I fucking decide to record another episode. Take care of yourselves. Remember, be kind, rewind and keep doing your lovers from behind. Mm-hmm.